Go home. Go home. Go home. Alright, and welcome to episode 61 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abushaker. Brian? Yes, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Brian, we are 61 episodes into the Go Home I'm Show. good, good. Go ahead. Go home. <laughs> I, want this to, I want that to be the whole episode. <laughs> 61 episodes into the Go Home Show. <laughs> Here we are best friends <laughs> fuck you how is this better than episode 69 <laughs> it's not episode 69 is gonna be the new episode 32 <laughs> guaranteed episode 69 aka episode 420 that's what's up <laughs> that just so you guys know look forward to it brian we're here we're we're we have another week of wrestling it's in the books how did you feel about this big week of wrestling uh i thought it was a it was an okay week of wrestling mm-hmm. i thought we had some good stuff but um more than anything it was just all right yeah i thought it was um i thought it was serviceable yeah i thought that it was interesting but at no point did anything wow me except Mm-mm. i thought one match well no maybe two yeah mm-hmm. one two out of three falls yeah and payback yeah for the tag team championships reminds me that i love tag team wrestling me too when it's good when it's not the same seven spots mm-hmm. to get out of a tag match within four and a half minutes. Exactly. So, uh, two out of three falls match at Payback was really, 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 really good and a lot of fun. You know what else is going to be a lot of fun? Elimination. PWG this weekend. <gasps> oh, yeah. Do you know why? Because it's also tag It's DDT4. PWG's uh, DDT4, which is a, uh, a, a tag team-centric show. Uh, Brian, are you excited about going to PWG? Yes. It's, uh, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's one of my favorite things to go watch, uh-huh. and I'm super excited to see how much they've grown. Mm-hmm. Um, we can get some, we can get some, uh, pitchers of beer, uh-huh. and you'll be seeing us in them front rows. I, or in the second, second row. Probably second row. Yeah. We didn't quite get front row tickets. Are you ready for, uh, we're gonna run down. All who's right. in, who's in what? Team Tremendous, which is Dan Barry and Bill Carr. Not familiar. Me neither. Uh, Team CZW, not technically Team CZW, but they are. Mm -hmm. Uh, Biff Busick and Drew Gulak. I like both those guys. Me too, yeah. Uh, Beaver Boys of uh, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. I like John Silver. Guy's a little scrapper. He's like smaller than me, but way bigger than me. Is he the one who was in in that tag match... Not on out of nowhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the ball guy. Yep. Yep. He's. I like him a lot. Scrappy as shit. Yep. World's cutest tag team. Also in Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan. Yee-yee. Inner City Machine Guns, which is Ricochet and Rich Swan. Uh, Monster Mafia of Josh Alexander and Ethan Page. I don't know how familiar you are with them, but they're good. They're okay. a lot of fun to watch. Uh, they they have some interesting offensive tag team moves. Uh, Andrew Everett and Trevor Lee. Damn. That's going to be a pretty cool team. Yeah. And then Team Love Gun, which is Chris Saban and Matt Seidel, who recently have a really big win over Young Bucks. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, with that neckbreaker shooting star combo that uh, that they've been using as a finish. So I'm really excited. I, I really expect them to go all the way. I expect World's Cutest Tag Team to probably be out in like the first round with something screwy. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be something crazy, or it'll be they'll be out in the second round with like some crazy interference, some, some heel shit. But... There are also a couple of non-tag bats, bouts 
Speedball Mike Bailey, who's a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Real cool up and young, uh, up and coming young guy. He doesn't wear shoes. Uh, he has like karate gi pants. I remember him. He, uh, he's looking real good. He's a lot of fun. I think that guy's definitely the future. I think Super Dragon books a lot of these shows. Oh, I think, yeah. he, I think he books PWG in general. And I think that he has a real eye for talent. Uh, yeah. It reminds me of Gato in uh, New Japan, which is just like, knows what he wants, knows what's going to get over, that that kind of stuff. Gives so, people what they don't know they want. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Speedball Mike Bailey going one-on-one with Johnny Gargano. Ooh. That's going to be sick. Johnny Gargano yep. proving his uh, chops in the past year with uh, PWG. It's going to be I, nice to see him uh, bring in a new guy. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then there's a uh, World Heavyweight Championship match. Oh, shit. It's a triple threat. Whoa. Roderick Strong, your champion. Shitty little boots. Against Chris Hero. Whoa. And Brian Cage. What? This match is going to be sick. I am terrified to see Brian Cage in person. It's going to be awesome. The man they call Cage. I cannot wait for PWG this weekend. Wow. Brian's so stoked. Speaking of the man they call Cage, let's get into Lucha Underground. Yes, sir. Uh, Because we have so much to talk about. Uh, Guys, let us know what you think of this PWG card. Uh, We're going to have a full review for it next week. We're really, really stoked. We're really excited. Very excited so, for this. Uh, let's jump into Lucha Underground, though. We'll uh, some more LA wrestling. Yeah. It opens with Dario Cueto talking to his brother, I assume, in this cage. And he starts talking about how he's like, I spent our fortune to procure the seven medallions to grant immortality. Me and Brian had a discussion about this. And Brian's like, oh, no, I think it's like, you know, like you get a medallion and then like maybe you like get like a title shot. And then it's like, you know, it's like immortality. You yeah. know, like you go down to like the record books. And I'm like, no, I think they're really saying that they're like, they're like some Thanos Infinity Gauntlet shit where like the Fantastic Four has to stop you. Like if Pentagon Jr. gets all seven medallions, like I don't, like everyone has to team up and they have to do like a Marvel Universe type shit yeah. to beat them. They gotta like erase uh, Dr. Light's mind or something. It's seriously like so out of the realm of, it's one step too far in a direction where I just go, all right, come on. What it is to me, uh, this is the best way I can describe it. The seven medallions that grant immortality in Lucha Underground is the equivalent to me of uh, Glacier's entrance in WCW, which is just some Mortal Kombat <laughs> ripoff bullshit. Okay. That's how I feel about it. All right. Uh, if you guys disagree, let us know. Go home show at mega64.com <laughs> or tweet at us at go home show. Um, hey, if you want to go ahead and go on iTunes, leave us a review and say, Hey guys, wow. Five stars. These guys are great and they're big Mortal Kombat fans. Ugh. So that way, every uh, then write Ugg because Brian <laughs> apparently makes that noise. Well, because we had this conversation last night after watching Raw. Uh, if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, uh-huh. you're a fan of things that just don't die. Mortal Kombat has DLC characters of like horror villains that just won't go away and not in a way where it's like, oh, they keep chasing you. I guess that's kind of the thing. Uh. But it's just like they all have 10 sequels. Predator... Jason, Freddy, is Michael Myers in one of them? I assume I'm, he I'm is. I'm sure he will be. Uh, like, fuck. Just stop. Just die. Oh my god. Just knock it off. Die, All of you. Person. Everyone. <laughs> Brian, let's get in the opening contest. Yep. Aerostar going one-on-one with a debuting luchador, Jack Evans. What a fucking awesome i'm so happy he's at lucha underground i love jack evans we saw him at pwg didn't we oh yeah Mm -hmm. hell yeah dude jack evans is nuts 
he sells way too much. Yeah. But honestly, like, whatever. Yeah. But you know, it's a it's a good it's a good starting off match. I mean, you got Aerostar who hasn't been around for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and he, and you get Jack Evans coming out and playing heel yeah. immediately. Yeah, it's great, and I love his look. He looks like such a piece of shit. He looks like a smaller version of uh, Angelico. He does. They have the same gear. Yeah, they're like they were like tag champs or whatever. Uh, they have the same looking gear and everything. So Jack Evans is immediately the heel. He's diving all over the place. There's so much action at the front. Like, a ton. Mm-hmm. Both the guys are flying all over the place. Super agile guys. Yeah, Jack Evans hits a judo throw. Yeah. I thought that was really cool yeah, yeah, yeah. and really different for pro wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. I think that you should see more of that in wrestling. Yeah, definitely. It fits. It fits what's hot right now in MMA and everything, and I feel like it's stuff that you could do without hurting the other guy too bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, and it's, like, believable, and I think it would get a big reaction like, if Rusev started judo-throwing guys... That would be really cool. See? Because no one would see it coming. Yeah. And it would be like, oh, fuck, this guy's, like, crazy. Like, this is some credible shit. Mm-hmm. I think that would work. But that's just me. Uh, Jack Evans gets, like... He catches a leg and hits, like, a leg capture STF. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. It was just... This is not the Jack Evans that we're used to seeing. No. He's typically a pretty flighty kind of dude yeah. flying around and, and everything. Keeping uh, it off the ground, getting up... You can tell that he's been influenced a lot by, like, European wrestling and, and some catch-as-catch-can stuff, because mm-hmm. the way he was moving from hold to hold was really, really fun to watch. Yeah. I thought he looked really, really good in this match. Um, there's a hip toss to the outside, and then uh, Aerostar goes to dive, and there's, like, a recovery. I thought it was so cool. I thought everything about this match was great. Jack Evans hits a 450 off a barricade onto the ground. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, oh my god. Like, that was awesome. Who expected to see that? Holy no one. Shit. Jack Evans keeps stopping and yelling at the crowd. I love it. The whole match, he's what stopping a, and yelling at the crowd. What a fucker. The crowd hates him. Good. They hate him. Good. They hate him so much. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. He misses a Phoenix Splash, and then there's a top rope scuffle. They fight and they fight, and then uh, Jack Evans gets hit with a top rope flip pile driver, which I've never fucking seen uh, before. I, like lost my shit i was like up out of my seat yeah i i was scared for yeah. their life jack evans looked fucked up but that's jack evans selling or mm-hmm. whatever holy shit dude looked awesome what a cool match that just awesome opening contest yeah. where they're flying around they're doing crazy shit it's maybe not necessarily the most important match that you're ever gonna see but what a good way to introduce a new competitor to Lucha Underground. So much fun. Yeah. Like, you really give a shit about these guys. And I don't know. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of the match overall? Good? I think it's great. I think it's nice that they're consistently bringing in new people who add a new dynamic to Lucha Underground. They don't continue to do other people's shtick. They don't have, like, you know, like, you brought in Kane. He was just kind of like an Undertaker clone for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You don't have that in Lucha Underground. You have somebody, yeah, he looks like in Helico, mm-hmm. but he moves totally different, mm-hmm. is interacting with the crowd. Nobody else really yells at the crowd. Not like him, no. And and so to me, I, I it was nice to see him again for mm-hmm. the first time in like almost 10 years. <laughs> and it was nice to see him in a different setting. So yeah. I think it's going to be cool to, to have... Uh, his career unfold yeah. in Lucha Underground. I agree. If you guys aren't familiar with Jack Evans, go back and watch his stuff. Uh, he he did some stuff with PWG. He did he did some stuff with TNA. Mm-hmm. What I remember him most from personally was he was in a stable for a short time with um, in Ring of Honor with Alex Shelley, Roderick Strong, and Austin Aries. Damn. And those four guys were called Generation Next. I remember and, that. Yeah. 
and they feuded with um, Special K. Yeah. Which was Jay Lethal, who wrestled uh, who wrestled as Hydro at the time. Uh-huh. Two guys named Cheech and Cloudy, who were really good, like great tag team, like fun to watch, flipping around and everything like that. They they wrestled those guys a lot. Mm-hmm. Go check out if you can find any of that old ROH stuff. Generation Next with Alex Shelley, Roderick Strong, Austin Aries, and Jack Evans. What a cool fucking team. Yeah. They yeah. were they were like running roughshod in ROH for a little while, and I don't think they get their dues as a stable because I really look to them as like they had it all. Mm-hmm. They they had Alex Shelley was a great mouthpiece. Austin Aries was so tight in the ring. Jack Evans was the flippy high flyer, and Roderick Strong was the muscle. They fit the mold of what you want in four guys together. Covered all their weaknesses by being strong. That's it. Where, where is Austin Aries right now? TNA. Still? He, he is uh, a, in a tag team with Bobby Roode. Dirty, I think they're called the Dirty Heels. Huh. And they're feuding with... Ah, oh, fuck. It's going to kill me that I can't remember. Uh, whatever. It's TNA. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. TNA is... Uh, yeah. Anyway. We don't watch it. Yeah. Nope. Not whatever. at all. Uh, Rick and Mac promo. Yeah. Uh, Family, man. Yo. Mac's like, yo, look at all that money. And then Rick goes, yeah, and I'd fucking kill you for money. Fuck you. All right. I fucking like it. That was mean? Yeah. Well, he'd fucking sell you out. Straight up. Money's money. Wonder where he got that money. Oh, where'd he get it? I wonder who he sold out. <laughs> Next match. Uh, Seven-man Aztec medallion match, which gives you a chance at immortality. As explained by Dario Cueto. Brian, what would you do with immortality? Live forever. Oh, fuck. That's my answer. Oh. Well, piss on that. Sorry. I would be like Vandal Savage and create an army. It's a DC reference because he wasn't a very good villain. He was like a Justice Society guy. Like, who the fuck read Justice Society? Do you know they're making like a Justice Society TV show? Oh, my God. Did you know that? No. Black. Can- I... Hey, Black Canary's not in it, but White Canary is. I I know Justice Society because I think didn't Alex Ross write a Justice Society? Uh, yeah, for for like a minute. Yeah, I think. and 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 that was the one I read. Yeah, welcome to our weekly comic book conversation. Uh, co- uh, comic comic corner kids, all spelled with K's. <laughs> welcome to our KKK segment. Enjoy it. Uh, Justice Society TV show. It looks just about as good as the Supergirl TV show. Oh God. Everyone is po- dogpiling. Here's a diversion. Everyone's dogpiling on the Supergirl TV show. I oh, know, it's going to be good. I can't imagine how anyone is going to think that a TV show about superheroes is going to be good. A small world. I stand by my statement. Any more examples? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Arrows. 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 I said heroes. Oh, I thought you said arrows. <laughs> Let's say I did. Either way. Heroes sucked. Heroes, the first season was actually really good. How was the second? Oh, uh, there's heroes, a reason it got canceled. Heroes sucked. It did. Arrow mm-hmm. sucks. Flash sucks. Smallville sucks. All of these shows are garbage. Shield agents, whatever the fuck. What? Why are we pretending like we should be giving these things time of day? Because you have nostalgia for like these characters. Continue reading the comic. Tell everything mm-hmm. else to fuck off. This is terrible. Yep. Find something better to do with your time. Said the person who watches uh, so many hours of professional wrestling a week. Uh, uh, Mac, sexy star, kill shot, cage, Querno, Pentagon, and Phoenix at a shot at immortality. Who will be the next Vandal Savage? Uh, 
this match was awesome. Yeah. Awesome in the way that I don't know how to book a seven-man match, so the fact that they did, I'm in awe of. Oh, I and these seven men. Yep. Like and uh, seven competitors. Because <laughs> uh, holy shit, if Sexy Star didn't just keep she up, she shined. She looked yeah. really good in this yeah. match. I mean, yeah, I say keep up with everybody, and I immediately regret she was just as good, if not better, yep. than anybody I, else. I in thought this she, match. I thought she really had a shining star yeah. in this match. Um, really cool how they kind of went one on one. You know, everyone getting on the outside of the ring. So you had Pentagon and Phoenix. Uh, uh, Cuerno kills, uh, kill, it's, uh, Cuerno and Killshot goes next, and then Sexy Star comes in and hits a Hurricanrana on, uh, Cuerno, and Cuerno does not like it. Mm-mm. And then Sexy Star escapes, which is more of, like, her, like, hit-and-run kind of offense, and I think it works. Yeah. Because you don't want, it sucks to say, but, like, one Hurricanrana from Sexy Star isn't, shouldn't take out Cuerno. Mm-mm. He's a main, like, he's, like, a main event competitor, Going for like the title kind of guy or whatever. Yeah. And one her one her Karana that catches him by surprise shouldn't take him out, and it didn't. And I thought that was booked really cool. Yeah. I thought that was a really interesting spot. I think one of the things that Lucha Underground is not uh, praised for more mm-hmm. is understanding the weight of things. Yes. And it's it's very evident in matches like this when you have something like that. It could have been anybody else who did a her Karana to him. Yep. But the fact that you know it's all regarded. In a, in a way that makes sense. Uh-huh. You know, it, oh, her Karana to somebody like Cuerno? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, exactly. It's, it makes everything feel important, and it make, and that's why I was saying this match is awesome, not in a way that it was very cool, but it inspired awe in me, mm-hmm. because they booked a seven-man match, logically, to the point where I'm seeing all these things happen, and going, I get that, I understand why they did that, I get why they did that, this makes sense, that's character development, everything happened for a reason Mm -hmm. and I give them so much credit for that because you try to book a seven man match to make sense that way. Seven fucking people and they all have to have a chance to shine. Yeah. And they all pretty much did. Mm -hmm. Everyone looked good. And at no point do you feel like, ah, that's not believable. Nuh-uh, never. Something happens and you are captivated. Yep. Uh, Cage comes in and hits a 619 and then Cage and Cuerno start teaming up on people, which makes sense because they were just a trios team. Yeah. It just, it everything gets put together, and it all, I like it all. I like it all. And yeah. Man, it's so cool. It's a lot of fun to watch. There's so much crazy action. Sexy dives on Pentagon Jr. on the outside. Oh, she, yeah. She's like, a t- who's she fighting on the inside? She's fighting, like, Cuerno or something, or Killshot, someone like that. She's fighting someone on the inside, and then all of a sudden goes to the top rope, is going to dive on them, looks to the right, sees Pentagon, and just dives on him. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah immediately like she wants to win this match but when she sees him in a spot where she can hurt him yeah she's going for it yeah why because they're feuding and it makes sense love it awesome really 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 cool uh phoenix hits a dive uh but he gets caught by cage on the outside who keeps him in a stall suplex and then kill shot dives to the outside and finishes the suplex fuck you kill, kill shot week to week is just impressing yep and then Cuerno, he he does that, what is that, throw the hunt or whatever? Is yeah. that what they call that? That just... That arrow dive Jesus thing? Christ. Because, you know, people dive and it's like, they dive through like the second in, in top rope and then it's, you know, oh, whatever. Mm. He goes so fast, it's shocking. And then goes head first into people and like lands on his feet. 
I don't know how he does it. I, I love the characters in Lucha Underground because I legitimately care about each of the competitors. Mm-hmm. There, there may be, like, uh, understandably, there's an undercard. Yeah. But nobody feels like they aren't, they don't have the breakout potential to just jump yep. into the main event. Yep. So, the my spot of the night mm-hmm. was the flipping pile driver from the top rope. Yeah. Until I saw Pentagon Jr. do a Widowmaker package pile driver combo, how the fuck do you even begin to go, yeah, we should combo those? Fuck. How do you do that? That was incredible. It's crazy. I thought that looked so goddamn good. And then Phoenix comes in and hits a reverse Rana and a Moonsault and wins. That's so cool. And then Penta- right afterwards, Phoenix is celebrating. Pentagon's up again, and he's pissed. Yeah. And I love that he's pissed because it's like, it's not like he got beat so bad. It's just that, oh, he caught a move right to the head and then a move right to the torso. One, two, three. Like, oh, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Crazy. Awesome match. What'd you think? I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, I mean, it's just... It's it's so well booked, it's so well written, it's so much fun. I and we talk about it being a spot fest, but the spots make sense. Mm-hmm. And like I said, there's a good weight to everything. I'm not when I watch these matches, I'm not just waiting for the next person to do the next move Mm-mm. because I'm watching and going like, oh oh yeah, oh that's happening. Oh okay, that's happening. Like I'm very in the moment, and it's all making sense. Yeah. People aren't just doing moonsaults to do moonsaults. Like yeah. everything has a point to it. So, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's very cool. Queto uh, is backstage with the uh, tag champs, the trios champs, and then he makes a match. Uh, the crew versus the champs, uh, even though Ivelisse has a broken ankle. Uh, ladder match. Damn. Holy shit. Can't wait. Oops. Cannot wait. Yeah. Gonna be awesome. Uh, next, you have Phoenix backstage, who won a medallion and is closer to immortality, even though he's immortal because he's Phoenix anyway think about it uh lights go out katrina says that he's a pawn and that mil muertes is back and then the lights come and then she like disappears and the lights come on and then it gets spooky and there's spooky uh skeleton luchadors on top of the lockers i fucking thought those things were dope i thought that was awesome i want one of those masks yeah i thought that was really cool those those three were so cool like standing yep. on top of the lockers looking like weird ass fucking anime yep. demons yep that's Fuck what they you. look like. Fuck you. That's what they look like. I don't uh, know what to tell you. Main event, Patron and Hernandez for number one contendership. Hernandez is in, in control on the outside. Alberto El Patron hits a backstabber on the inside. Then he hits Abracadabra. That's Seth Rollins' move. What? I'm just kidding. He did it before Seth Rollins, I think. And then uh, Johnny Mundo comes out, attacks, and throws Patron through a window, tosses him back in the ring. One, two, three. Okay, Hernandez is still number one contender. Yeah. Mundo and Patron are going to have a feud. You're right. The crowd starts chanting, why Johnny, why? Awesome end. Yeah. Really, about as much as I wanted to see of that match. Mm-hmm. Great ending. Definitely. Did everything right. Now, in, in that instance, and this was something that I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. because I don't think that the blood on Patron was his own actual blood. Because why? What's the point? I guess. He went through glass. He went through glass. glass. We're, we're doing like, air quotes. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I can see that. I, I don't think he, he, he kind of hung. He kind of hung there for. Well, he did. You know what? He did really hang there for a really long time. And I know he was selling it. That was so funny that he was hanging there for a long time. Torrio Cueto stood there with like his eyeball glass, like drinking scotch. Just he's he, like he just he, hanging out. He filled up a glass. Yeah, it was he, great. 
So I think I think El Patron put on fake blood because why why yeah. cut for something that's only going to be shown for uh, just a couple minutes? 10 seconds? Yeah, yeah, if even. Um, okay, yeah, I can. I'll give you that. I can see that. I can see it both ways. But yeah, I, I hadn't thought about. I hadn't really considered that, and I think maybe you're right. Yeah. Um, I just I love the shots and everything, and I love that that is actually the set like. Quito's office is actually in there. Yeah. I mean, whether or not they actually shoot in there, whatever, but the fact that there is a physical yeah. representation of it in the yep. temple, mm-hmm. I think is really cool. It has to be that. No, I, I don't think it's big enough to shoot. I guess. All the shots in there are really tight. You just I shoot with so. a you just shoot with a wide angle lens. Well, because remember before there was like a hallway that they used to walk through to get to it, like at the beginning. But that's you... but that you cut to you sh- you shoot any hallway and you cut. Yeah. They, you cut to someone walking in a door. You do that all the time. Yeah. I, I think you, I think that's a really tight space, mm-hmm. but you have those windows that open, like you have all that window yeah. space. You can probably take that wall off. I'm sure. Like it, it's all a set. The whole yeah. thing's a set. So I think that's probably actually a set. So. And that's, that's pretty cool that yep. they do that. Yep. So now Mundo and, and El Patron and Hernandez and Puma. Very cool. Yeah. Really excited. Good NXT. Piece. Let's see what's next. Because we're coming up on NXT TakeOver Unstoppable, which is tonight. Is the night. For Wait, Unstoppable. Don't stop. Believe Watching NXT. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Baron Corbin against uh, Solomon Crow. Baron Corbin is a heel, I think. I guess so. Is he? I don't know. It makes it. You know what? He was never really a face. He was never really a heel. He was a crowd favorite. But, like... But not... But he didn't do... You know, he came out and did, like, the fast matches and everything. And then he stopped. hmm And then he really... Has it... Nothing about him is, like... Yeah, he came out and, like, cut promos about, like, being a good guy or being a bad guy. And, honestly, he's had more bad guy vignettes than good ones. Yeah. There's I mean, people like you and there's people like me. That was the vignette that he had. Yeah. So he's a bad guy, I guess. Uh, this match was okay. I didn't hate it. Yeah. I didn't think it was great, but I thought Solomon Crow had some cool offense in it. Yeah. I thought the end of the match was really cool. Definitely. That that little bottom rope springboard step in to end of days being the end of that match. Yeah. I thought it was really great. He, he caught it and made it look really good. Yep. Uh, Solomon Crow's hacker gimmick doesn't make any fucking sense to me, but I, here we are. Well, I do appreciate that his hair is different. Oh my God. God. Thank you so much. I mean, Jesus rest Christ. in peace Wayne Static, but come on. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Yo, guys! Shouts out! Hey, if we can get uh, we can get a hashtag RIP Static X uh, trending right now, we really appreciate that. You know, shouts out to Static X. What was the name of that song that they had? I don't remember. Come on, Brian! I Fuck. should because I I used to listen to it all the time. I can't believe Wayne Static's actually dead. Yeah, that's kind of weird to think about. It is his tall ass hair. It's weird. West Borland looking motherfucker. Mm. Uh, you can see his eyes. <laughs> uh, Sasha Banks beats up a girl. We're going to call her Sarah Dachshund. Uh, that's not her name, but she reminds me of lovely Sarah Dachshund. Uh, Sarah Dachshund. Uh, I actually don't know what this girl's name is. I don't know who it is. Uh, I don't. They didn't name they, her. They don't name her. They don't say anything about her. She just gets beat. I thought she had like a couple of cool moves, and then Sasha Banks beats her with a bank statement. Yeah. Notes on that? I mean, anything? I mean, I mean it's... She, it, she she mocked Becky Lynch in the middle of the match, sticking her uh, her body through, like, the second and top rope and going like, bleh, you can't see me, but I'm doing the Becky Lynch thing, bleh, that Corey Graves hates, bleh. Because Corey Graves actually listens to that music. Yeah, well, you can tell by his tattoos. Yeah. Did you see the the ESPN? No, I didn't. Oh, it's really good. I, I, you, you'll have to watch it. We'll have to talk about it. Um, 
maybe we'll do a watching with the go home show that'll be our next watching with yeah. the go home show we'll find we'll find a link to it we'll link to it on our twitter uh, so you guys can watch it but we'll link to it on like the youtube youtube's probably gonna be the easiest way for you guys to listen to it and everything um probably not next week but like the week after maybe uh even though it's after elimination chamber we'll find a good week for it and we'll watch it and we'll uh it, it'll be fun that's a good because honestly it's it's really good and it gives you a lot it's it takes place when adam rose changes from leo kruger to adam rose when xavier woods is getting called up to wwe really? and when Corey graves is going through all the concussion stuff and might not have a job Damn. it's like the perfect storm of holy shit when did like whoa huh so it's so it's really interesting so it's about a year old uh, about a year and a half about yeah Jesus. so it's it's good though it's good uh uha nation promo thing where he talks to solomon crow is that like yeah they're buddies yeah. hey they're hey man what are you doing here oh nothing just being a hacker fighting a wolf it's so weird just like, by the way a crow fights a wolf yep oh so Ka-ka! so only animals can to, fight animals and supposed to hell no I, no, I know. Oh, you're right. A crow fights a wolf, and he's going to fight a rhino. And then last week, he fought a bull. Yeah, you're right. Oh, so, that's weird. So last week when I said that I guess only animals can fight each other are in yep. NXT, mm-hmm. it continues this week. Oh, yeah. There was a, there was a rhino. Rhino came out and challenged uh, Corbin, and they had like a little beat-up contest. Yeah, and short arms Corbin was like, okay. Yeah, short arms rhino said okay, too. They both have short arms. They got like Chris Benoit builds. What is that? What the uh, fuck? It's weird. Carmella and Alexa Bliss. Brian, what did you think of this match? Uh, you know, it's a pretty okay match, but uh, these girls need a lot more time to uh, work on their technique. Hang on. You mean develop and developmental? And I get that. But when you have, like, the, you know, even the guys who are developing, like, you have a match like Crow and Corbin, who are two guys who obviously need to develop. Uh-huh. I didn't have that comment for that, and 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 we are the first to praise the women wrestlers yeah. in NXT and in the WWE when they do well. Like this is not a gender thing. This is a if the guys were this sloppy, mm-hmm. I would have had the same comment. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, too too many just not not blown spots, but spots that looked like they were spots. Oh, there were there was no sense of urgency in the match. We've mm. talked about that before. Mm-hmm. There's just no there it it just felt like no one was leading the match and it was like, okay, we kinda have like this dance routine planned out. It was just that. Yeah. Um uh uh what's Blake and Murphy came down to the ringside and they had an eye they kept an eye on the match. And then they kinda interrupted. Yeah, it was it was weird. I don't really get the whole like what they're doing back and forth. I think Carmella's going to turn on Enzo and Cass because it doesn't make any sense for her to be with them. But also, it doesn't make any sense for her to turn. Yeah. Carmella doesn't really make any sense where she's at. It, she she gets booed out of the fucking building and she's with the two biggest faces in NXT. It, it seems like they're trying to push her for a face. I guess. Run now, at least. Yeah. With this past NXT, it was, like, heavy-handed. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to cut a great promo on... Enzo and Cass yeah. being great. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Spliss wins with a sparkle splash, which I thought looked really good. Yeah. I thought I thought this week, that move looked awesome. She got way higher. It was way more defined. It didn't look sloppy. It was pinpoint. Like, it was, like, accurate. Mm-hmm. It looked really good. I liked it. Um, any other notes from that? I I, I was I was pretty impressed with, um, with Carmella on the mic 
responding to Blake and Murphy. Mm-hmm. I thought she was pretty good. She held her own, pushing the two guys that she's with. I thought, you know, she's doing a good job as a ring manager. Yeah. So it's cool that she's both a ring manager and a wrestler. Yeah. You don't see that a lot anymore. Yeah. No, that, that's true. That's interesting. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Balor and Atami against Breeze and Rose. Um, this will probably be the last time we see Atami for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Atami's out with an injury. People are saying like four months. People are saying six months. Jeez. Yeah. So, uh, that's not good because I thought Atami was coming along really, really well. I thought he was, like, on his way. I mean, he was, he, I would say he was the closest to getting pushed, but after this Monday Night Raw, I would, I mean, after the two Raws that we've seen, the yeah, last right? two weeks, I should say. Yep. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's going to be Atami. I think it's, uh, it's Zane and, and, uh, and, um, Owens. Owens. They're, they're going to be seeing the main roster pretty soon. Yep. Uh, Yeah. I, I agree. Like a permanent so, spot in the main roster. Balor is needs to get out of NXT. Yes, yeah. He he's too big. Everything about Balor is bigger than NXT. Yeah. Literally everything about Balor, his style, mm-hmm. his entrance, mm-hmm. his music, mm-hmm. I, everything about the guy is is main roster ready. He does not need to be in developmental. Mm-mm. I don't think he... It's like, oh, he has to like learn WWE style. No. He's... He picked up on it like that. He, he's he's on it. He's um, he's like Jericho. Mm-hmm. He's he's a guy who, who can come in and doesn't need to be coached to know... He started Bullet Club. Yeah, I, I just... If you can get over in Japan, you can get over anywhere. All I think is like, you know, you want to have the guy get over... In the WWE style mm-hmm. and like their way and everything, he's not the biggest promo guy or whatever. But that Demon Balor thing is totally like what everyone wants to see. Yeah, and so you get regular Balor, who's a lot of fun to watch and like great in the ring. His entrance is really cool, and like in wrestling, the thing that you have the most is your entrance. Mm-hmm. That is like the thing that sells you. Yeah, and man, if you've never seen wrestling before and you see that entrance, it's ridiculous. It is. It's so long and so, like, over-the-top and grandiose, you almost don't even want to watch because you just go, this is, like, kind of ridiculous. But he's so... The entrance is so kind of provocative and interesting mm-hmm. and weird. And, and then he his, commits to it. Yeah, and th- he does. And th- he doesn't do anything halfway. And then his entrances, or his matches, are so good. Yeah. He's just main roster ready. And you could tell in this match, he just belongs above all these guys. Definitely. Uh, this match isn't bad. It's not anything to write home about, but... No. That's it. You have any notes on it, really? Uh, I mean, not, not really. I, I mean, not, not really. I mean, Rose hits a spine buster. It, it just kind of was all like pretty much what you connect the dots on what you thought it was going to be. I thought Atami, Atami's grown leaps and bounds with he connecting, has. connecting with the crowd Definitely. in WWE. When yeah. he first came in, I was like kind of unsure. And now I really see him in the crowd, like being on the same page. He has a lot of personality in the ring. Um, so it's a lot of fun to watch. That's it. Yeah. Um, uh, Breeze with a small package after arguing, and, and that that's that's it. Yeah. And, okay. Zayn and Owens, main event ish, uh, like face yeah. off. What'd you think? Um, I thought it was a really cool way to get them into the uh, into the special event. <clears throat> the thing about it that I was wondering, and uh, and I wanted to talk about it here is uh-huh. uh, is. Whether or not they had to go back and record that. Oh, no. Did you not? <laughs> Sammy Zayn's line 
was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. It was 80 yards so poorly, and, like, it w- it held on Kevin Owens for so long while mm. Sami Zayn talked, and just, it was his promo going, no conversation, mm-hmm. and then dialogue of, yeah, you think I'm hurt after facing John Cena, we'll just wait, because this match is on. And then it cuts to a wide shot uh. of them still standing there, and, like, so obvious that no one was talking it was so fucking goofy yeah i guess i shouldn't drink that much before i watch it are you serious how did you not see that because that was like the most glaring fucking thing in the world because my ass was drunk it was awful i was so fucked up when i watched that uh the face-off was good i like the face-off and i i think we're gonna see something um pretty interesting because Sami Zayn is a is not somebody who's going to uh give a half-assed appearance no and um and you know, even though he might be injured, he might have a dislocated shoulder or whatever. They haven't said anything else mm-hmm. since Monday of last week. Uh, I heard he's cleared to wrestle, and I heard a Tommy's not. That's all I've heard. I think I think it was a simple dislocation with soreness, honestly, because yeah. he because he wrestled the rest of that match, and I don't think Sami Zayn's the kind of guy who's not going to wrestle through a little bit of pain. Yeah, exactly. And so you may not get some of the same spots you would have got before. Uh, see, I I disagree. I think that they're going to have all the same spots, and then now he's going to come out with his shoulder taped up. Mm-hmm. He's going to come, and then they're going to have spots where he gets his arm busted into the right. the, the ring post, and like you know he's dropped on the barricade on his arm and yeah. all this stuff, like. Owens is going to target it because he kept saying in this promo, he's like, I know you're hurt. Mm. That I'm going to, I, I know that I caused the injury. I'm going to do it again. I, I love how good Owens has. Oh, he's the guy's a monster on a mic. He, for somebody who, I, I mean, you can, you can go back to some of our earlier shows when, um, when, uh, when Owens first debuted, and, yep. and my biggest concern was, man, will he be able to have the same sort of like talking ability? Guys, leaps and bounds above everyone else. They just let him go. Don't script his promos. Let him go. He's so good. And and, and man, all of those fears are just like yep. squashed. Yep, all of them are gone. He yep. is he is a shining beacon of of just shooting. Yep, I like it. He's, he's fun to watch. So I'm I'm excited for uh, Takeover tonight. Tonight. Mm-hmm. Tonight is the night. Uh, Brian, let's pay each other back. Okay. Uh, Slamus against Ziggler. Slamus is like, slay, yes, like, yes. Like, uh, have you seen, like, on the internet how people say, like, slay, 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 Beyonce? Yes. Yes. I texted my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, oh, man, I, I, my brother gave me t- tickets to this thing called Taco Fest, and I went to Taco Fest. And I said, I, I just took a picture of a taco, and I said, I ate seven tacos. Like, thanks for the tickets. And he just wrote, yes. And then I texted him back. I said, Taco Fest is bae. Did I do it right? Uh, maybe. All right. I don't know. Almost 30 years old. Uh, Slamus. No one calls him Slamus. Guys, uh, hashtag Slamus. Yes. Yas. 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 Uh Ziggler has a big rally, like, right from the get-go until Seamus slows it down. And then Ziggler rallies again. There's a corner drop kick and a DDT. I thought that was different. He usually does like the stinger splash. Yeah. Uh, so that was okay. Whatever. Brian, prepare mm. yourself. All right. For a man lips touched a man. Hold butt. on. Nothing you can say about payback even matters. Mm-hmm. Why do we even cover the rest of the show when yep. a man lip touched a man butt? Yep. You thought it wouldn't even gonna happen when a man lip touched a man you butt had tonight. To wait, you had to wait a, a whole goddamn month. You you said WWE Network. I've had enough of your garbage for nine hundred ninety nine cents. I don't even want it. Get Until out of here. 
get out of here unless you give me a man lips and a man butt. Then you got it. Brian, a man lips touched a man butt. It was great. Professional wrestling. Love it. 2015. Brian, mm-hmm. professional wrestling. Yep. It's so great. Kiss my kiss me arse match. Yeah. Hey, Michael. Will have to kiss hey, me arse of uh, hey, Ziggler. Hey, Michael, do you prefer kiss my arse or backside? Well, personally, backside. Why do you even have a, an opinion on this? Shut the fuck up. Get revived again. Go get go get hit by a car. Get out of here, you rat. I hate Jerry the King Lawler too. Uh, Brian brought uh, this up. We forgot how bad Jerry the King Lawler was because we don't watch fucking SmackDown. So, like, like, he's... Oh, God, he's so bad. 90% of the time, you have a three-man call team, which shouldn't be a three-man call team, that's at least pretty good. Yep. And then, that 10%, Yep. that one pay-per-view, you have to listen to Jerry the fucking King Lawler again. Awful. It's so disappointingly bad. Yep. There's a Miss Brogue kick, and then a Famouser. There's a sit-out powerbomb by Sheamus, then a power slam, then white noise, and then a cloverleaf. Jesus Christ. And that, hey, that white noise to cloverleaf transition was really cool. I think he should use that more. It looked really good. Mm -hmm. Um, He should beat people with it, too. He should. But nobody taps out in WWE. Uh, Unless it's women's wrestling. mm. Or jobbers. Uh, Ziggler headbutts and then superkick Sheamus, and then they go home very fast after this. Because Ziggler busted himself wide fucking open. Yeah. He headbutts... If you watch the replay, me and Brian discussed this. He's like, did did Ziggler cut? No. Go back and watch. He headbutts him and then kind of like stumbles back and like grabs his head and then hits a super kick. Blood. Yeah. He's gushed. He, he like, there was a lot of blood. Yep. I, I haven't seen that much blood come out from, from a collision mm-hmm. since uh, Paul London in 2005. Oh, yeah. yeah, with Eddie Guerrero in San Diego. Yeah. Yep. That was a lot. It was a lot, and it was all by accident. Uh, so uh, Ziggler is getting back up to his feet and then eats a brogue kick uh, while he's on his knees. It just felt like they went, okay, we need to let's they, get out of here. They had to rush the Yeah, end of that. exactly. There's a Kane backstage promo. Uh, there's a Rollins confrontation, and Eminem stare down, and then, but Eminem stares up, so they stare Kane. At, they stare at Kane. Stare, yeah. They stare, they stare longingly yeah. towards him. New Day versus Kid and Cesaro in a two out of three falls match. Uh, New Day cuts a heel promo. Uh, Cesaro has a great jacket. I love his jacket. Uh, I hate Tyson Kidd's hat. I love Tyson Kidd. <laughs> Tyson Kidd looks so fucking goofy in that hat. I like their purple tights and everything. Mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah. Um, Cesaro's jacket is so fucking awesome. It's Cesaro, so two Swiss on the back, mm-hmm. if nobody noticed. Mm-hmm. Big number two, Swiss right below it. Awesome. On his right arm, it says uppercut. uppercut. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Really great. Uh, love match of the night. Honestly, oh. this is probably like the best wrestling match that I saw all week. Oh, I would I would agree with you on that. Had had a really good time watching it. I, there was only like one blown spot, and I thought it was really, like the whole match was really mm-hmm. good. Uh, there's a power, a power slam by Cesaro, and then there's a gorilla press slam to Cesaro. Uh, Woods comes in for a cheap shot. He's, he's on, he's at ringside, and he's great. Like, man, he is just going the whole match screaming and yelling and everything cesaro hits a double double stomp fuck yeah he he knocks down kofi and uh biggie and then jumps on both of them mm-hmm. i like that a lot he has the longest stall suplex tags in tyson kid continues to hold kofi kingston up tyson kid slowly climbs to the top rope stands there looks around checks his watch looks at him 
checks his watch, shrugs, and then they finally finish the spot. Loved it. Wow. Loved it. They're yeah. so good. Uh, there's a swing drop kick, and that's the first fall. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, kid dives on Woods to the outside. He avoids Big E, then comes in. He knocks down Kofi. Then he dives on Big, Z, Big E to the outside, but Big E catches him, and he gets tossed in a belly-to-belly to, belly to, uh, to the ground on the outside. I like that. Yeah. thought that was really cool. New Day does their tag stomp routine, which I actually really like for them being heels, where they, the constant yeah. tag yeah. like cycle, because the, crowd, the ref can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Here's the biggest note that I have for this whole match. If you guys haven't watched it, or if you have and you want to go back because it was a good match, it was a lot of fun. JBL is so quiet the whole match. He really doesn't have anything to say. Yeah, which is weird. Really nothing to say. I wonder what happened with that. I, I don't know. Weirdly quiet the whole time. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, Biggie Spears Cesaro off the apron on the outside. Uh, this is awesome chant starts, and Xavier Woods starts yelling, we are well aware. <laughs> He's, hey, Xavier Woods, wins me, as a heel, wins me over more and more every week. Oh, me too. Period. It's so good. Yep. With his big afro pulled back and everything, <laughs> just a shitty look, such a dick. Has a mouth that just goes. Yeah. Great heel. Awesome heel. So much better than fucking meme tights in a Ninja Turtles backpack. Yeah. Jesus right. Christ. I love him now. Love yeah. him now. Uh, Kofi goes for the flying nothing and gets caught with a big drop kick by Tyson Kidd. I like that. Uh, Kid tries to tag, but, Sar- but Cesaro isn't there. I really like that spot. Yeah. And then they do that midnight, midnight yeah. hour or whatever yeah. the fuck it's called. That big ending dive splash thing. Uh, for the second fall, but I feel like Kofi missed it and it didn't look very good. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, kid's still in and now it's the third fall. So, uh-oh. But he hot tags Cesaro. Cesaro just hits the running corner uppercuts. He botches a tiger bomb, which is really weird because I looked like he had Biggie up. Yeah. It looked like he just had to like kind of uh, like muscle him just a half a, a half a spot more. Just yeah. he was almost there and he kind of like lets him down. But I guess, hey, you know what? Better safe than sorry. It definitely. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get on him about that. That's it. Yeah. Uh, running uppercut to Kofi kills him. He just fucking destroys him. Fucking. Tilt a whirl backbreaker to elbow drop by Cesaro and Kid. There's a sharpshooter. Then Cesaro takes out Big E. Uh, Kofi gets to the ropes. Then Woods rolls in and he pins Cesaro. He's not in this match. We've been, we've been robbed twice. But, but the ref didn't see. I fucking love the ending. Me too. New Day wins. Match of the night. Match of the week. So, so good. Honestly, like, I mean, this is awesome chance, like, a couple of times. Mm -hmm. I just, I love tag team wrestling when they let them get beyond just the regular seven spots. Yeah. And and, so much fun. And and this match had so much depth to it with the two out of three falls. And then Xavier Woods trying to get into the match earlier Mm -hmm. on, you know, being like, free bird, free bird rule, free bird rule. Like, the thing that everybody knows but doesn't really mention. Exactly. So I thought that was really cool. Yep. Uh... There's a Ryback stage promo. He says uh, the Eater Worlds is going to get eaten. And then, and then, mm-hmm. uh, Bray Wyatt beats Ryback. Yep. I did. You, I mean, we, that's it, what hey, we said. We it, wasn't even, it wasn't even a bad match. It no, just was like. It was just what you had expected yep. would happen. Hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. The next match is the I Quit match. Do yep. you even want to cover it, honestly? Uh, uh, the only thing I want to say mm-hmm. is that I don't, I don't. Like, I don't like I Quit matches. I hate I Quit matches. I agree. In the WWE specifically. Mm Because we saw an I Quit match in PWG. Great. Mm -hmm. In the WWE, I don't like hearing the ref talk during the match on a mic. 
I don't like hearing the ref talk outside of just being, you know, natural sound. Yep. And then it is just a match that goes nowhere because it's spot. Do you give up? No. Or no answer. <laughs> and then John Cena passed out and couldn't say he he would continue the match, but the match continued. And then Rusev is yelling in a different language, and Lana says, I quit for him, and the match is over. Yep. Things don't add up here. But whatever. Because... Uh, stop who... stop putting John Cena in I quit matches. Just stop it. Uh, like, I don't... Who does this benefit? Because Rusev is done. Three months. Rusev is done. Three losses. Rusev is done. And now the thing that made him the most hateable mm -hmm. is gone. Yep. Which is Lana. Yep. So moving on. It, he's done. He's done. I don't know another way to put it. That's it. Uh, the New Day backstage with Byron Saxton. They're celebrating with glasses of milk, and they don't swear, they don't complain, and they don't spit. Mm -hmm. And then Byron Saxton says, there's an Elimination Chamber tag team match for the titles. And then they swear, complain, and spit. And Brian pointed that out to me, because I'd, like, I'd only had like half watched it. Awesome. Oh, it's like, so fucking funny. It's so good. That, to me, is exactly what you have to do to make heels more shitty. Yep. Exactly. Oh, and no, we're upstanding citizens. We're good people. Why do you hate us? Yep. We don't do bad things. Yep. And then they do all the bad things. Mm -hmm. Fucking great. Yep. Uh, Bellas against Naomi and Tamina. What do you think of this match? Yeah, Just like any Divas match at a pay-per-view event. First of all, it should have been a uh, championship match. I agree. And then the tag match should have been on Monday. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But that being said, it was, a, it was a pretty good match for the time that they were given. Yeah, it, it, which was not enough time. Mm -mm. Uh, I thought this match was okay. Uh, I like that Naomi hits the rear view, and Michael Cole call, continues. What does she call it? Michael Cole continues to call it. She calls it the rear view. So that's the name of the move. She calls it the rear view. I call it. She calls it the rear view. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's it, fucking great. Uh, Tamina kills Brie with a super kick on the apron. I thought that was the spot of the whole uh, match. Um, I don't know. Like, what what did you think of what did you think of the match on a whole? I, I mean, you have. Three people who can actually wrestle pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, I think Brie Bella is the weakest wrestler yeah, isn't that funny? in the match, which yeah. kind of sucks because I remember feeling really strong about her a year ago. Me too. But uh, I think she stayed where she was, mm -hmm. and everybody else has really come up. Yep. Tamina's always going to be an excellent wrestler. Yep. Naomi has really come into her own, uh -huh. and Nikki has become a very convincing power wrestler. Yeah. I hate that there are no... I don't get the faces and heel structure in women's wrestling right now, and I hate it. It bothers the shit out of me. Naomi wins by tossing Nikki off the top rope, and, and that's really it. Mm -hmm. uh, backstage, Rusev is yelling at Lana in Bulgarian, and then yells, get out, and then does it again, and yells, get out. Boo! Boo! Uh, Barrett against Neville. Uh, this match was pretty good. Uh, working on the knee of Neville, mm -hmm. and then uh, Barrett gets counted out. He doesn't care. And then he... Uh, Comes in and he's gonna beat it. He's gonna beat up Neville. Neville uh, gives him a uh, that big stalling German suplex that I love that they let him do. Yeah, it it just shows his power off. It makes him so legitimate. It's great. It's it's a lot of fun. Yep, it breaks the scepter, and I thought that was so. Funny. Yeah, that was the best part. Is that it broke the scepter? Mm -hmm. Uh, fatal four way match. What do you think of fatal four way match? I, I I think I thought it was pretty good. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to ask you and then interrupt you no, immediately. Um, I thought it was good. The only memorable thing I will have from this match, the Shield reunion. Yeah. Which was great. Oh, yeah. And then the power bomb where they didn't go through the table, and then the power bomb where they did. Yeah. I thought that this match uh, was the best 
that you could make this match be. I agree. You know what? I, I agree with you. That's excellently put. It was a lot better than you were really expecting. Mm -hmm. For me, it was a lot shorter than I was expecting. Which honestly uh -huh. worked in its favor. It did. It really did. The worst spot, spot of the match. Okay, so the best spot, the Shield reunion, they powerbomb Randy mm -hmm. Orton through the table. The worst part of that is that Randy Orton says, I'm ready. And it's very clear. And it's awful. Um, they powerbomb him through. The crowd goes fucking nuts. Rollins is hanging on to Ambrose and Reigns, and it's great. Shield reunion puts out the fist, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the smiles fade, and Rollins quickly realizes he's in over his head. They yeah. beat the shit out of him. They put him on the Spanish announce table, and then who needs Rollins? They lift up Kane, powerbomb him one time, doesn't go through the table. The crowd, everyone chanting one more time, lift him up, powerbomb him through the table again. Fucking great. Really cool. The worst part, uh -huh. the worst part of the match, Ambrose and Reigns are on the outside. Only one thing to do. Yeah, loser buys beers. All right, they get in the ring. They do a Bouye spot. Yeah. Why, for the love of God, would you do that? Would the guy that you want to get over as your face is going to get booed, mm -hmm. which he fucking does yep. so hard by the whole crowd. There's not a single yay in that audience when he no. throws a punch. Zero. You know why? Because Ambrose is so fucking over, and the fact that they don't book that is insane. It, it's it, it's okay because I think they made a good a good recovery for it on Raw the next I, night. I agree. I agree. And and I really enjoyed this match because it was it wasn't like I said it was the best scenario that you could get from this matchup. Yep. You have a very strong looking competition from all four of the guys mm -hmm. as good as you can get from Rollins I mm -hmm. guess yeah I'm sorry from uh from Reigns I, I know what you mean yeah. and and what I liked more than anything and I don't think that people uh appreciated this as much when it happened but what I liked more than anything is that when uh when they didn't get Kane through the table uh -huh. the crowd didn't say you fucked up uh -huh. but said one more time yep like perfect yep don't make it oh we fucked up makes uh, mistakes let's call him out on it no mm -hmm. hey uh buy into it yeah yep the match so, comes the match ends with uh randy orton eating a pedigree from seth rollins i kind of like that he won with a pedigree i, I didn't like it at first yeah hey what a little shit baby mm -hmm. what a little shit baby to win with a fucking pedigree you little shit baby oh. fuck you it's great he's a heel yeah oh he's a heel what an incredible thing so I liked it, uh, Brian. Mm -hmm. uh, Raw. It's like a thorn in your eye. Ready? Yeah. We got. Let's say ten minutes. Ten minutes. Let's we go. got five. Uh, <laughs> if you if we start going over time, you can't be sad at the camera like Sean. You can't. You cannot. You should have Brian. You should have seen the podcast this week. Kevin got the best close ups of Sean. You have no idea. Oh, I'm gonna. Hey, I can't. hey, fast forward to. Hey, fast forward to an hour and thirteen minutes, mm -hmm. and and just realize. An hour and 13 minutes is what's going through Sean's head, and it's eating him alive. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Kevin Kevin is so on the ball on that. Thank you, Kevin. Hey, check out the Mega64 podcast every Sunday. Uh, Sunday at 7 p.m., twitch.tv slash Mega64 podcast. It's so good. It's so good. Kevin is the best cameraman. He's, He's incredible. He's so fucking good. Brian, Raw, yeah. it's like a thorn in your eye. Authority promo. They show the IC championship and say, hey, guess what? There's an IC title match at Elimination Chamber. Sheamus interrupts, and he says, Oi, 
uh, Stephanie, you're lovely, and Stephanie in a terrible pantsuit, whatever the fuck, romper, long-legged romper thing, romper thing, yeah, says, I like your hair. Yeah. And then Ryback interrupts, and uh, Stephanie talks over him, and Ryback interrupts her and says, when the big guy has the mic, big guy talks, ha-ha. Fuck yeah. Hey, best fucking thing all night. I would totally I feel agree. like Stephanie legitimately hated that, and that's awesome. Yeah, good. What's she gonna do, fire him? You don't, when, when someone... When someone, like, is yelling at you, fuck them. Interrupt them. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah, especially if they're the heel. Yep. Uh, So they're both in the chamber match, and then Triple H has to get the cool cool pop, and he says, like, hey, guess what? We're going to have a match right now. Ryback versus Sheamus. Slamus. Hashtag Slamus. Spell that however you want. I don't know how you want to spell that. You figure it out. You fucking figure it out. Piece of shit. Uh, I like these guys together. They're, it's just two big guys being big. Yep. Seamus works the ribs, which was uh, what Ryback had hurt the night before with Wyatt, who beat the shit out of him. Ryback is a big-ass powerbomb. thought that was cool. Uh, then Ryback tosses Seamus on the announce table, which looks scary as shit because it looked like Seamus didn't know if he was landing face first or back first. It was So he landed kind of like both. Side. Yeah, and it was like making me nervous. Seamus mm-hmm. uh, fakes a hurt eye and then hits a broke kick, and then he goes like, oh, my eye is magically healed. You what heal. You little shit baby. You heal with a stupid haircut. <laughs> uh, lots of you look stupid chance in this. Uh, there's a Triple H and Stephanie promo backstage. Kane, Rollins, and Eminem uh, interrupt. They pop some champagne. They pop the champ. What a... Uh, Kane gets uh, deserves it more than anyone mm-hmm. because he, does, he did what's best for business. Yeah. Uh, Ambrose crashes the whole thing. I love when he shows up in these backstage interviews. It's just like, hey, it's me, Ambrose. What's up? It. He's just the guy who shows up in the middle of a conversation and like is smiling and yep. nodding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're totally talking about that. <laughs> he comes in and just goes, hey. <laughs> it's so good. I really like it. It's a lot of fun. So they make Ambrose versus Wyatt tonight, and uh, Ambrose kind of talks shit to Kane. I like it. Yeah. There's a Neville promo in ring with Renee Young. Bo Dallas interrupts. They make him shave his goatee. Uh, but you know what? Mm. If it's for this, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Bo attacks and goes right for the knee. It's so cool. I believe in him and it's great. Uh, so now it's Neville versus Barrett. I'm so fucking done with this feud. Stop it. But. God, God damn, stop it. No. But. Uh-huh. The best part of this match. Mm-hmm. The best part of this match isn't even the match. It's Bo it's Dallas on commentary. Bo Dallas on commentary. I could watch Big Show Reigns ten times over if Bo Dallas is commentating. Bo Dallas calls calls Booker T Mr. T. That is the funniest fucking thing. Booker T doesn't understand what's happening. Like Bo he, da- he corrects him and then he says, I have respect for you, Mr. T. <laughs> Michael Cole starts getting on Bo Dallas's case. You came out here and attacked his knee. And then Bo Dallas goes, uh, I'm helping him be better because you know he can do incredible things on two legs, so he has to overcome working on one leg. <laughs> He's helping him. And what's great is that JBL is like catching on to this and helping out. Yep. And then Bo Dallas keeps going, Thank you, Mr. JBL. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my god, it's so good. I can't wait to see a feud between Bo Dallas and Adrian Neville again. Hey, guess what? That's what's happening. Uh, Barrett works the knee. Neville sells really well. There's a bull hammer, and that's kind of like the end of the match. Yeah. Post-match, there's a post-match bow eat down by Bo Dallas, and he destroys the knee of Neville. Yep. Uh, next, we get a Rusev promo. No Lana. And then, never mind, here's Lana. Okay. Lana comes out. 
Rusev is very mean. Lana is very nice. And she says, you said I quit. And then he's, you have to leave. You're fired. So Lana is kicked out. Um, Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Mark Marrow says, get out of here. And, uh, Sable. <laughs> same, same fucking thing. Uh, Ambrose versus Wyatt. Uh, I don't really have like a ton of notes on this. It was a good match. I mean, we've seen this a bunch of times. So many times. Wyatt's a big old Mack truck. He misses a senton, which I thought was like a cool looking spot like right at the beginning. Ambrose dives. He gets stopped. There's a rope hung suplex to the outside, which looked really, really good. Yeah. Uh, that, the, that beat, that double clothesline to the outside where they both beat the count getting back in. Yeah. I really liked. Uh, there's a rope hung drop kick where Wyatt's on the apron and pulled through and hung up on like the top rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets that big drop kick and then like a leg drop off the second, uh, off the second rope by Ambrose. Yeah. Uh, Ambrose dives and there's a sister Abigail, a dirty deeds, like it's a back and forth and eventually goes to a rebound clothesline where Ambrose gets fucking killed by Bray Wyatt with a goddamn clothesline. <sighs> it looks so good. Then the end sequence comes where there's a senton miss. Eminem interrupts. They push Ambrose off the top into Wyatt, and there's a sister Abigail. One, two, three. That's it. Yep. Okay. It's good. Yep. Kid and Cesaro versus New Day. There's a New Day promo. It's always good. Xavier Woods is banned from ringside. Uh, I thought that was good. Mm-hmm. Stall suplex on Big E. It looked awesome. Man. Uh, there's a terrible picture-in-picture segment where they show, like, the end of the match from, like, last night, and you miss, like, so fucking much there was in so, the match. So much, so much good, like, I think it was, like, a, uh, a power slam from yeah, Cesaro. Yeah, there was, like, awesome spots, to, and you just go, uh, in there, it's like, okay. man, fuck. Yep. There's a big elbow drop, there's a sharpshooter. Uh, there's a DQ from New Day. Yeah. Uh, then there's, it just all, post-match, Everything it just breaks, breaks down. down. Seen Car and Kalisto come out, Los Matadores come out, Ascension comes out, Primetime Players come out. They clear the ring, then Kalisto and Sin Cara dive on everyone mm-hmm. on the outside. Primetime players making million-dollar moves. The crowd pops huge for them. I really dollars. like that. Millions of dollars. Everything about... I love... We talked about this. Mm-hmm. I love that they had the wherewithal to go, we should put these guys together. Because they deserve to be together. I, I think that they broke them up because of uh, Darren Young's yeah. injury at yep. the time. And so they broke them up to kind of give it some sort of drama, but then, of course, they did nothing It just... Yeah, it. nothing worked out, so yeah. whatever. Um, here we go. Everything... Spot of Raw, everything of the night. Holy shit. Cena comes out in his Pander USA title open promo for white people. And then um, he's like, you want some? Come get some. Kevin Owens comes down with the NXT championship. Fuck yeah. Holy shit. That was badass. Most of you know who I am. If you don't know who I am, you're not worth my time. John Cena does not like that. Mm-mm. He introduces Kevin Owens and starts yelling at him. They get in each other's faces. Kevin Owens says, I'll fight you, John, but it won't be on your terms. It'll be on my terms. Hits the pop-up powerbomb, throws down the U.S. title, steps on it. Stomps on it. Raises the NXT championship and walks out. Fuck the fuck yeah. Fight Owens fight chant. It, like, to me, this is how they should be booking shit like this. So much fun. So great. So good. So much personality. So much depth. Like, I care more about, like, like what's going on with that yep. than just about anything else Yep. on Raw. Yep. So great. Uh, come back from commercial and Michael Cole says, hi, one, two, three, into a microphone. <laughs> uh, Ziggler and Stardust, there's a zigzag. And then post-match, uh, there's a post-match Ziggler promo where Lana comes down and they kiss and they do it twice and it's gross. 
And then uh, Rusev attacks, and then Lana slaps Mark Mara. You didn't like a woman lid such a man mouth? It's gross. I don't ever want to see that. Well, or I mean, we, saw, we saw man lips touch or a man butt. Or experience I want to see a woman lips such a woman touch a man butt. I don't want to see anyone touch anything, ever. I think wrestling should all be mental. I think... I, Just I, think about it real hard. Kane's backstage, and he watch, he watches Rosa and Adam Rose make out. Adam Rosa, and they make out, and it's gross. Yeah. Everyone stop making out. Rowan and Harper beat Fondango and Ryder. I, there's nothing even to go over this match, except Ryder yells, come on, Dango. That's the only thing. I, I have like a few notes for this match. Yeah. Uh... It's, I love that Raw is three hours, and come on, Dango. Come on, Dango. Uh, Stephanie in the Bellas promo, she says, Nikki, you should you should go out to the ring by yourself, and Bree, you stay back here and get counseling. <laughs> None of this makes sense. Mm-mm. Nikki versus Naomi. I don't know if there are heels or faces here. None of it makes sense. I guess Nikki's Na- the face. Naomi hits a clothesline to the outside and a dive. Tamina super kicks Nikki, and then uh, that's a DQ. Obviously, you can't do that. This is a disqualification, dummy. And then Paige comes out. She makes the save. And then she hits the rampage on Nikki because this is her house. I don't know if you're aware. I'm aware. This is Paige's house. Hey, Paige, I love you. Like, seriously, stop Mm -hmm. saying that. What do you mean? It's her house. Every... That's where she lives. Hey, Brian, you know where we are right now? Uh This is my house! Uh We go home see the queen we is! That's how she sounds to me. Two pairs of Paige. Paige, Paige, I know you're listening to this. That's how you sound to me. Paige, Sorry. Paige, what's up? You got two pairs of Doc Martens in the mail. It was an accident. You know what to do with them. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You gotta watch Little Divas, man. No, I fucking don't. It's coming back in July, so ba- get ready. Backs, not, not at all. Backstage, Owens and Triple H shake hands, and there's a Renee Young interview with Owens where he says that he's gonna face John Cena at Elimination Chamber. What the fuck? How is Elimination Chamber more exciting to me than WrestleMania? Me and Brian talked about this for a while last night. On Raw, Kevin Steen gave John Cena a powerbomb, and then now they're going to fight at a pay-per-view. What What happened? This is incredible. Fucking 10 years to do a lot for you. Crazy, man. So excited. I am so much more excited for Elimination Chamber, which if a year ago I I would have heard myself saying this, I would have slapped myself in the fucking yep. face. There you go. So much more excited for this year's Elimination yep. Chamber than WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, seriously. It's I'm just, not, I'm it's, not saying that to be a fucking shitty mark who's like, I want better wrestling. Like, the way they booked it is good, yep. and I'm excited well, I, for I, it. Well, what it is is that it's people I'm excited for. It, I don't think the booking is necessarily way better. It's just that the main event isn't Roman Reigns. It's just that. Like, honestly, I'm going to... Completely honest, it's people that I give a shit about mm-hmm. doing shit that I care about. That's it. And what a great cross-promotion for the WWE Network, for mm-hmm. NXT, mm-hmm. for these... I hope they do more of these special events where yep. they have a pay-per-view exclusive to the WWE Network that uh-huh. you can only get if you have it. Yep. Because I'm hoping that they do crazy shit for it. Yep. That's it. You're gonna see a title change hands at Elimination Chamber. Yes, definitely. There at will, least there will, one. There will. It. It'll probably be the tag titles. That. That's what I think. Yeah. I think it'll probably be the tag titles. There will be a. This is like when main event debuted on Ion Television or whatever, yeah. and there's like a new Intercontinental Champion. That's what happens. There. It has to be something where it's like, oh, what a shocking thing. So there will be a title change. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just so you guys are aware. Uh, authority promo. Where it's a Rollins honored architect of a dream, whatever. Triple H looks like a fucking doofus with his unbuttoned jacket and unbuttoned unbuttoned shirt. He just looks awful. Get your damn hands out of your pocket. He just looks like shit. You're Rollins fucking millionaire. But it looks Triple H looks like he wants to kiss Rollins. There's a Justin Bieber chant. Then we get the big Rollins video. 
There's a no bomo, which is a, a Jamie Noble promo. Uh, he cuts a great promo, and he says Joey Mercury has something really important to say. He gets choked up, though. Joey Mercury's on the mic, Brian. Sh- shut the fuck up. Okay. Oh, fuck it's Dean Ambrose. He interrupted. We didn't even get the we didn't even get the Joey Mercury. What'd he say? Uh Ambrose interrupts, and then Stephanie says, Yeah, Seth Rollins, get him. Oh. Okay. Uh, okay. Alright. Well, well I guess here, here, take take my stuff. Alright, hang on. Well, let me take off this championship and get my fucking jacket. Here's the jacket. Let me get my shirt sleeves. Okay. Okay. And then they fight. And uh <laughs> Eminem gets taken out, and then Ambrose holds Rollins. To cinder blocks with a chair. He's gonna fucking kill him. He's gonna take his damn head off. Then Stephanie says, okay, okay, you're gonna have the match. You can have a match at Elimination Chamber for the title. And Ambrose goes, okay. Bye. And then he's gonna fucking kill him anyway. But Eminem stops him. And then he hits a big rebound clothesline on Kane. And then Rollins jumps Ambrose and hits a pedigree. Oh, no. Lights out. Wait. Oh, no. Fight's out. I'm about to knock your lights out. Muda. Yeah. Brian, we made it. Episode 61 of the Go Home Show in the books. Uh, that was a lot of wrestling. It was a lot. And there's more wrestling coming up. Uh, so, guys, we did it. Another one. What did you think of this last week of wrestling? I thought, like I said, it was, you know, it was a good week. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's uh, it's going to be very fun to see what they do with this Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Yep. yep. Um, or whatever special event you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this is the way that they should expand on the WWE Network. Yep. So, It'll be good. I'm very excited for DDT. Um, can't yeah. wait to tell you guys about what we thought. And uh, it's it's gonna be really cool. You'll it's, see our faces there. Some hopefully. I hope you don't. I hope you don't see us. Fuck you, uh, guys. Wow. As always, hit us up. Go home show at mega64.com at Twitter at go home show the go home show facebook.com slash the go home show. Brian, we did it. Episode sixty one in the books. Mm-hmm. That's me closing the book. Fuck the book. Brian, any closing words for these fine folks at home? Yeah, I just want to say go home. Clever.